0: ArkHemp.com. Choose Me Over Meth. See MeOverMeth.com for more information. And Zelly Pasta. Join the pasta club at Zellipasta.com. That's Z-E-L-L-I-Pasta.com. Not quite enough for Arkansas today in Waco, Texas. As Baylor wins it 67-64 over the Arkansas Razorbacks in the SEC Big 12 challenge you are listening to hog reaction here on ESPN Arkansas my name is Derek Ruskin Ty Richardson is with us live from Waco Texas at the twisted route with the very latest from on the ground there in Waco and uh Ty you were there in the building uh, tell us about it
1: dude it was heartbreaking man um I know my dad was really happy after Baylor won but I was about as Mad as I've been after a basketball game in quite some time. He had so many chances to get a ranked win on the road. I mean, even the final sequence. I mean, could you ask for anything better than your best three points? you getting a wide-open look to tie the game. I love Joe's opinion, but I don't know if he's hit a shot on the road all year. It's just it, – it's different when you go into a hostile atmosphere and a hostile environment. And, I mean, they just they, – they, it was for the taking today, Derek. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna hear a frustrated Ty Richardson for the next hour. I'm sorry.
0: Well, I mean, they 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 did what they had to do to win, which was a question I had going into a road game was could did the defense and the improvement that we've seen over the past two games against frankly bad teams would it mm-hmm. carry over against a good team? Well, the answer was it did, and Arkansas is right there, a three pointer in the air from tying the thing. Uh, as the horn sounded. So I believe there are some things. There's always uh, room for improvement. It is a loss, but we have definitely seen some things pick up with Arkansas, particularly on the defensive end in the last week and a half that I think will continue to carry on throughout this season as other important games pop up, and that starts, of course, Tuesday night.
1: Derek, uh, you couldn't have said it better on the defensive side of things. They limit Baylor to 67 points, well below their season total. Baylor shoots for the game 34% Mm -hmm. and only 33% from the three-point line. I mean, this is a team that's really offensively gifted. Flagler couldn't throw in the ocean. He was one for 11. Keontae George hit some big shots. There's a reason that kid's going to be a lottery pick. And I actually didn't know this, that uh, him and A.B. are we're best friends growing up. Yep. I actually, ran into Terry Black before the game, Anthony's dad, and we were talking a little bit and had that connection. But, yeah, the, defensively, you brought it today. You just you couldn't hit enough shots, Derek.
0: And you wonder, with a big shot taker like a Nick Smith, who may or may not be coming back, Fran Fraschilla said on TV he doesn't think he's going to come back, but other people have said that they think he's going to come back. So it's still a mystery with a big shot taker are you able to pull out a quad one win on the road today? That's the, the the what if game that I guess we uh we all deal with right now with Razorback basketball.
1: Yeah, Nick Smith is the the question on everyone's mind uh, when it comes to this Razorback basketball team and its impact when he comes back. I I felt like today that um you had you had the guys and had enough to win. I thought that there were times they looked really really good on both ends of the floor. Um, but at the end of the day, Derek, you're zero and five on the road. Zero and five. And we can we can talk about positives all we want, but this team still has not, at the end of games, figure out how to cl- close it out on the road.
0: That's something that has to happen if they're uh, going to continue to have, you know, NCAA tournament hopes and hopes of improving their seed. They're 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 still in the tournament after a loss today, but they want to improve that ranking as the season goes on. All right, we will take a break. Hog reaction continues here, live on ESPN Arkansas. Derek Ruskin, Ty Richardson, live in Waco at the Twisted Roots. Got some gift cards there to hand out. If anybody's listening? Yeah, online. man.
1: Yeah, to Arkansas fans, you can tell them by the one they walk in because they got a frown on their face and cheering them up with the. <laughs> they go right a... to the
0: bar. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> I'm not not kidding, Derek. Every Arkansas fan that's walked in here has not sat down on a normal table. Has gone straight to the bar in the middle of this place. This is, dude. This is set up, man. I mean, they've got massive projector with the games on. This is a great place.
0: So that's where uh, Ty is uh, broadcasting. We appreciate them for uh, letting us post up there. Uh, one of the things we talked about earlier, and you know, it's almost February, so you start to pay a little bit more attention to Lenardi and the bracketology stuff. Arkansas won't get penalized for a loss today, but boy, it would have helped them a lot to get their first quad one win, not only a road win, but but a quad one victory tie. And, you know, there's a few chances to do this, but um they've got to continue to to make progress towards towards getting some of these. Otherwise, you know, you're looking at that eight nine range and I think we all know pretty well that's not a desirable spot to be if you want to get on a run in the NCAA tournament.
1: Yeah, and all I know is, but on the other side, they're in a team in college basketball that's a one seed that wants to play Arkansas on that <laughs> eight nine potential. I'll say that right now. Uh, but to your point, Derek, what what this win would have given you is maybe potentially a win against a top two or three team in the Big Twelve. I mean, Baylor's now winners of six straight. They've won five straight conference games. They're on a roll right now, and uh, that's not the same team you played two years ago in Indianapolis. But it's a really quality basketball team, and. Like you said, there's. It seems like it's something different each game. They had careless turnovers throughout. I, I, I'll give credit to Anthony Black. You could tell Anthony was hurt. He had that, or he banged his knee against, I think his, his buddy Keontae at the beginning of that game. But uh, now we're just going to be left wondering if if this game, if they are left out, how this game could have put them in at the end of the year.
0: Well, the the one of the things Musselman talked about uh, post game with Chuck Barrett was the the. Not just, you know, we, we know about uh, some of the injuries, but just the wear and tear that his team is dealing with right now. Uh, in addition to the knee thing today, Anthony, uh, Musselman said Anthony Black's been bothered by a wrist. We know about Mikel Mitchell, who's had a, a foot injury. He, They thought he'd be out a while. He ends up uh, going out there today and uh, giving them 23 minutes. So there's a lot of stuff. Behind the scenes, it's not an excuse, but it is uh, it is part of the story. When you have a team that doesn't have a lot of, you know, they don't have ten, twelve guys right now that that they can rely on for for long minutes. Here, it's a team that's um, getting into that kind of wall part of the uh, of the basketball season here with the, with some of the some of the bumps and bruises.
1: I thought Mikael Mitchell played great today. He had one missed layup that he should have hit, and Maybe uh, sorry, I got distracted. Four really cute girls just walked in. Um, <laughs> my bad. Uh, what was I saying? Mikel Mitchell. Uh, yeah, he, he had a great he had great twenty three minutes today. Like he had four or five blocks immediately off the bat, and was just well, a stud on the glass too. They, I mean, they pounded Baylor on the glass. It seemed like through the majority of that game, and I, I just thought there were times they didn't take advantage of uh, enough of their height. Derek and uh, yeah, and, and I, I I just hope for. Arkansas' sake, there isn't another season-ending injury or something else because I don't know if Musselman could take a a, a devastating blow like that to his team right now.
0: Yeah, I I just – it seems like when you watch these games, it it feels like someone named Mitchell gets every rebound. Just every time there's a missed shot, one of them's there, Makai or Mikel. They really are smart about knowing just the right spot to be in when that ball comes off the rim. They're really good at that.
1: Yeah, and I just looked. I I thought that Arkansas won the glass battle. It was tied, thirty-five all, and Baylor actually out-rebounded them offensively. Had 15 offensive rebounds, a lot of long shots, long jumpers, because Baylor was jacking it from three. But those guys are big additions for you. Um, I thought that Ricky had probably his best game all season because to do it against the guard play that he was having to uh, was pretty special to watch. Um, But he just didn't get a lot of – He didn't get a lot of help. I mean, he has 25 points shooting an efficient 10 for 17. I know Devo hit two big threes, but, I mean, you really just didn't get a lot of output from from anyone else besides Devontae and and Ricky.
0: Yeah, Council had that look that he could get whatever he wanted in that game, and uh, he basically did with those 25 points. But you start to look at, and this is something we'll talk about here coming up uh, in a few minutes on Hog Reaction, is – if it's not Nick Smith, who else, if, if they're going to get over this hump of road games or of beating a, a good Texas A&M team on Tuesday night, whose production has got to rise? I've got a, a couple of thoughts on that, and uh, we'll, we'd will we love to hear from you as well here at 866-285-4005. Hog Reaction, presented by Randall Ford, the fourth oldest Ford dealership in America. You can find Randall Ford where they've been for a long, long time. 5500 Rogers Avenue in Fort Smith and online at randalford.com. We also want to thank Beckard and Van Buren. Beckard is hiring at up to $29 an hour with great benefits. Apply 24 hours a day at exit 3 off I-40 in Van Buren at Beckard. Buy a Lark, a full-spectrum seltzer from Washington Farms. Log on to larkhemp.com. Choose me over meth. And Zellipasta Pasta in Springdale. Join the Pasta Club at Zellipasta.com, Z-E-L-L-I, pasta.com. Back with more coming right up. Who needs to step up if Arkansas is going to move forward and get one of these coveted road wins? That's coming up on Hog Reaction.
1: You're listening to Hog Reaction presented by Randall Ford.
0: Arkansas not quite able to climb the mountain. On the road, again, against a quality team at Baylor, 67-64. to The final today from Waco. ties in Waco at the Twisted Root. Derek Ruskin here in the studio. And who's it going to be? They need a, just a little bit more from somebody to get over the hump here. And two names come to mind for me, Ty. Uh, number one, Anthony Black sometimes is a touch on the passive side. Thinking about passing rather than shooting the ball. So maybe he could give you a couple more buckets, but another guy that I look at is is Jordan Walsh. I, I think Jordan Walsh needs to take more than four shots in a game. He took four today, made two, had four points, and, I mean, he's a guy that I think they need just a little bit more from in the absence of Nick Smith to get over this hump and try and... Uh, get into the win column in a road game or against a, a quality team mo- moving forward
1: Derek he has the best looking shot on the team and I don't think it's close but he doesn't necessarily always have the confidence like you're talking about and I think for him it's any time that he's around the rim he needs to go up because he's six-seven. most of the time he's going up against a smaller guard or a smaller forward that isn't as athletic as he is and he like you said, the only time he really shoots the ball, I feel like, is off a pump fake and a drive, or if he's got a wide open three. He's rarely looking for his Odin shot that you're talking about. Maybe that's instruction from Muss. We don't know, yeah. but I tend to agree with you. I, I think he's got a he has the capability. Uh, I just think he's like kind of like with AB, be less passive at times.
0: Yeah, I mean, it it seems like the the defensive end is working. Now you start to look at some of the the. Fine tuning on the offensive end, getting a guy like him a few more shots a game. Now, here's another uh, part of this. He's got to learn to defend better without fouling. And I don't, the cylinder rule was put in a few years ago. And, you know, it is what it is, it's in the rule book. I personally, Ty, if it's a guy's fifth foul, I like it to call itself. I don't necessarily uh, am, am crazy about a cylinder foul for a guy's fifth foul. Uh, in a ball game, but we could also have an argument that maybe we should have six fouls. These guys are so talented in college basketball now. Who knows? But um, in any event, he he is a guy who is is um, is plagued with foul trouble in, in most of the games, though.
1: Oh, there comes the officiating. I listen, man. I'm kind of like you. I hate when we have to when fans bring this up and say this is why. Dude, it was it was awful today. It's horrible, Derek. I mean, uh, the, the, even in the last couple seconds you had Anthony goes up it should have been an and one they don't call foul Uh, Devo's they did it or not Devo sorry Ricky ended up landing on Keontae George which is an automatic foul don't call that should have been two and ones down the stretch they missed a Flagler walk they that was a horrible horrible call on Jalen Graham where Keontae George I think it was 44 all at that point shoved off with his forearm and they called it on Graham I mean, dude, it was atrocious today, and I understand why Musk got that T. It was, it was bad, man. And I know people are saying, well, he's got to control himself, he's got to do this, got to do that. I understood. Today was one of the first games this season where, when he was critical or talked about the officiating, I completely agreed with him today. I was so mad, and I'm probably gonna have to unload more of this on Monday. But
0: that was <laughs> well, good luck with that. Uh,
1: I know, I know, it's gonna go swimmingly, right? Uh, where Tommy said, "Well, we can talk about it," it's like I'm saving this for Monday. But I was pretty irate. I mean, they could not get a call. They didn't. They didn't get into the one and one. I think until the final
0: final minute, 30 yeah, thirty
1: seconds of the game. Yeah, Arkansas, and you could say, "Well, they they took 3 pointers." So don't tell me that they were just pulling up and shooting jump shots. That's garbage, garbage. You can tell I'm still so pissed about how that game went. <laughs> See, you've mellowed out over the years. I guarantee you yeah. when you and Tommy were doing this scene at 23 and 24, or when you were 23 or 24, you still had that fire and passion. Not that you don't now, but like after losses, I mean. I it's When, when Arkansas loses a game like that in basketball, I'm not well for two or three days, and I'm going to be insufferable it's, these next well,
0: two days. Well, it's, it's a um, – you know, it's a – There's there's degrees. Listen, let's be honest. As Razorback fans, we've seen enough losses through the years. I mean, am I right, folks? I mean, seriously. So there are degrees, right? There's the one where you're just you know nothing went right. It was a no-show performance, and you just don't you know it's there's that kind of frustration. Then there's this kind of frustration where you played about as well as you can play, but it's just it's it's three points short. So I mean, it's 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 one of those uh following a game like this not the uh not the one where you know it's a it's a blowout some people were thinking man can, can they shut down this high powered Baylor offense well, the answer is yes they did they they held him to uh, only sixty seven points in the game but it's uh it's one of those things man when when you have a tight ball game it's it's gonna you know you're relying on the whistle going one way or the other sometimes it bounces your way so it seems like it doesn't when you've um when you're winless in road games this season, seems like you don't get a break. Yeah, it's tough. And
1: you got to you got to make your own breaks on the road, dude. Yep, you, you know that. And uh, they just weren't able to. They had. I mean, there was a Derek. There was a lull in that game. It's about three minutes where neither team scored a bucket. Arkansas and Baylor just couldn't hit a shot. You have to take advantage of a team like Baylor that is so gifted in so many areas offensively. I mean, Arkansas played great defense today, and. You saw how much energy they were exerting on the defensive end. I mean, A, B, Devo, Ricky, those guys were chasing through three or four screens of possession. And they have to do that because Flagler and, and George and all these guys can pull up off the dribble. And they're really good at it. So, but you got to make your own breaks in the road. And we keep saying the same thing, dude. Yeah. 0-5. That's just where you're at right now.
0: Yep. And it's it's... It's a light. It, it, the light bulb will come on. I, I mean, it, it just. But the issue is, you've got. If you look way down the road, you've got Alabama and Tennessee on the road. I mean, so I mean, that's. You'd like for it to be next Saturday, after a game against a, a bad South Carolina team. Maybe that's an opportunity that they have. Of course, they got to uh, beat a pretty good Texas A&M game, team in their building on Tuesday night. So a lot in front of them. Um, this was like a. It's a weird game because it's not an exhibition game, but it's it's in the middle of conference play, and it's a free shot at a at a, at a Q one win, and Arkansas just couldn't quite get it done. Now we've gotten some tech We got a lot of texts coming in here, and we'll go through some of these when we come back here. We're back here on Hog Reaction. Drop us a text here at eight six six two eight five four zero zero five. Derek Ruskin here in the studio. Ty Richardson live in Waco at the Twisted Roots. Text here from uh, Rusty about Jalen Graham. He may be the missing piece, Rusty writes. Every time he comes in, he seems to make things happen on both ends. Now, he can only make free throws.
1: <laughs> Dude, oh, I got a funny thing for you, Derek. He He's uh, a... Only player outside of Lawson Blake that came out of halftime early. I don't know if Musk was just like go shoot free throws because he was the <laughs> only one with five or six minutes remaining. That was out of the court. It was a uh, pretty entertaining. He ends up going, I think, 0 for four in that game from the free throw line. I don't think he got a second half attempt, but I mean that's I mean that's four right there. Arkansas didn't shoot a lot of free throws. Derek only eleven, but fifty five percent. Then goes six for eleven. Those those
0: little points mattered, man. Down the stretch, they do. They do matter. And, uh, you know, it's a game also where you look at 15 turnovers for Arkansas, a number that, you know, frankly, when they are winning, usually they're winning the turnover battle. And uh, only um, eight turnovers today for Baylor. Baylor only got 13 points off of Arkansas's turnovers. And during that four game losing streak, we saw numbers that were a lot worse than that. Uh, so. Arkansas did a good job of slowing that down a little bit, but that's but in a three-point game, Ty, there's five points right there. You know, I mean, it's just it's the the margin is so thin in a in a tight ball game on the road, and just you know a couple fewer turnovers, and you know maybe we're talking about a win here. That's how that's how close these things are.
1: I thought some of them were just careless. Baylor's not a great defensive team, Derek. They're barely inside the top 100 in defense and. For Arkansas to, to have those opportunities squandered, they went to that zone. I don't know if it was a 1-3-1 one, one, or if it was two-three matchup. I mean, it kind of shifted and morphed into a couple different things. But uh, there was a couple just bad throwaway passes that they had that um, they, uh, they should have they shouldn't have had, man, and that cost yeah. them the game.
0: Yep, yeah. it's 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 these are the the little things you look at when you um, when you are talking about a close ball game on the road against a good team like Baylor. Another uh, text coming in here, uh, Mr. Pibb, asking about the, um, the, uh, the knee brace. So we saw, and you mentioned this, and we saw it on TV, Anthony Black, early in the game, knocks knees with someone. He goes out for a while, comes back with a wrap on, and then in the second half, uh, I don't think he uh, had to wrap on again. So hopefully it's uh, nothing severe there with, with Anthony Black, but obviously he's another uh, uh, person that got banged up in the uh, game. And, and Musselman said He's also been dealing with a wrist issue as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's, I mean, you think about for a freshman, the physicality of college basketball, and as much as he drives and gets the paint. Derek, there were a couple offensive rebound stickbacks that he had, including the one where he got trampled. And I don't, like that one, So I'll get perfect example. So you have A.B. made like that weird reverse layup. You know which one I'm talking about? And mm-hmm. he gets like pushed, and he gets tackled. And the guy didn't mean to. He's just running, he can't stop, he gets tackled. The refs let it fly-by, and then there's just a ticky-tack touch foul on the other end that they call an Arkansas. When I'm just sitting here, it's like, alright, you let that go, but you don't call that. Doesn't make a lick of sense, but yeah, he gutted it out today, man. That's a tough kid. I know that he, he's done some freshman things this year, but he is a tough kid, and we saw it firsthand today.
0: Yeah, he is, uh, He is. and, and uh, again, it, it seems like he has, I mean, he's still got that intensity and that fire, but there's a little less of the woofing. Than we've seen in in, in some of the uh, earlier games in league play, so he's doing a better job at maybe, you know, playing with a high energy level, but keeping the emotions a little bit more in check than we saw at, at, at other times. You know, another thing about Arkansas's defense that, uh, and again, you know, they lost. We're not trying to paint a picture here that uh, everything's rainbows and unicorns after a loss, but they have hit that point in in, in the game today and in the last couple of games. They hit that point where their defense is just irritating for the other team to deal with. They, mm-hmm. in, there are stretches in the game where it's just it's frustrating for an opponent. It's it's irritating. It's annoying. Like that's and that's what we've seen with Eric Musselman teams in the last few years at Arkansas, and now we've seen it in against a, a quality opponent in Baylor uh, again today, where they can play defense and just get under people's skin something we weren't seeing as much earlier in the year
1: yeah defensively devo it starts with Devonte davis yes. Derek. i mean he is the guy that's up and i, I just assumed that uh devo is going to be on Keontae george and they had walsh on him who walsh did a good job today outside of fouling out they did it, he did a pretty good job defensively on him making Keontae take t- shove shots then you had uh devo and the different guys kind of mix up on him but uh typically when when devo's guarding a guy he's under season total like I, I don't yeah. know. There's probably st- Hog Stats probably has that stat. It's like when Debo guards this guy, how many games is he under season total? And I would guess near all of them, Derek.
0: Yeah, he uh, and you look at, um, you know, some of the the numbers today. You know, Thamba's got three points. Flagler's got five points uh, in, in the ball game. So yeah, I mean, th- these are these are big time scorers for this Baylor team, and Arkansas is able to um, to keep them well below their averages. And you're right; it does it does start with him when when he. You know, when it went on for him, that's when we saw this uh, team turn things around over the last two games, and then we saw today a uh, a effort worthy of a win but just comes up three points short today in Waco, Texas. All right, we are uh, live in Waco twisted at the Twisted Root. That's where Ty is. Ty, what, tell us about the scene down there. What's going on?
1: Man, there's a good chunk of Arkansas fans as there was at George. Derek, I'm not kidding. There were 100 Arkansas fans that passed through the – the doors at George's earlier today which is just kind of their place that has been around for 30 40 50 years and uh there's probably 20 arkansas fans in the twisted root right now uh you got wall-to-wall production screens there's a bar in the center get burgers they got a pickle bar Derek, you a pickle guy
0: not a big pickle fan i'd try one though
1: okay I, that's <laughs> kind of surprising i i figure I, I know tommy likes pickles but yeah it's a it's a cool setup man i'd Waco gets bashed on, like Stillwater and some other places, but I I always have a good time when I come down here, man.
0: So in the future, this event will change, and it'll be the SEC-ACC Challenge, and it'll be in non-conference season, I believe, where that event used to be the ACC Big Ten Challenge. So this is the last SEC Big 12 Challenge, and... You know, one SEC team today, Ty um, spit the bit. That was Alabama getting housed in, in Norman today. But the other top team in the league is handling its business. If there's any consolidations for Razorback fans, Texas is getting beat by 18 right now by uh, by Tennessee in the second half.
1: Yeah, I just watched Santiago Vescovy drill a three. They are rolling offensively. And really, Tennessee's, if they have an Achilles heel, they don't have much. It's offensive firepower. Well, today, <laughs> they're not short on that against the Longhorns, Derek, for at least uh, for the first 30 minutes.
0: Yeah, and I'm not a big believer in this event defines which league is superior. I know they keep score with the, you know, who wins the challenge and all that stuff. But, you know, it's just – Going, it's just such an atypical thing to go out of your league schedule to play one of these games. I think we saw today Alabama clearly wasn't ready to go. Um, but but a team like Tennessee has. Does this mean Alabama should be, uh, you know, uh, there should be major questions? Of course not. Uh, I think Alabama is still one of the top teams, and so does Joe Linardi. He did not move them at all from the number two overall seed uh, with the um, with, with their blowout loss today um but it's some people you know like to look at this for bragging rights or whatever i don't really take much away from which league is the superior league based on the results of this one day
1: Derek, i got a story for you so tuesday night doing the show post game from my house after arkansas beat lsu pretty good and we're talking about this weekend right zach and i and we're just dogging oklahoma the whole show about (laughs) how they're going to get massacred and my roommate, who is a diehard Oklahoma fan, is having to listen to this and consistently just flipping me off the entire time. He texted me today, I want you to pass this along to Zach. Uh, he said, tell Zach to shove it, blank, 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 uh, and will, will you please pass that along to your co-host? Uh, he wanted to make sure that was uh, reciprocated and yeah. uh, and said to
0: <laughs> Okay. Said to well, <laughs> messi- Message received, uh, I guess, there. Uh, elsewhere, West Virginia... Uh, this was kind of an early shock from the uh, from the first wave yeah. of games. West Virginia by three over 15th ranked Auburn in Morgantown.
1: Morgantown's a tough place to play, man. Bob Huggins doesn't have a good team this year. That's evidenced by their I think their one conference win, but it is not easy walking into West Virginia and coming out with the victory. And Auburn, Bruce Pearl saw it today. I don't know what to make of Auburn, man. They're really tough at home, really tough. I know they lost to A and M for their first home loss in a while, but. I can't figure them out. I'm still not a huge Wendell Green believer. Uh, I think that he's – and I think that Katie Johnson's maybe one of the most, uh, like, idiotic players that I've ever seen on a basketball court, <laughs> some of the attempts that he takes. And uh, he he shot Auburn out of the game last year in Fayetteville. It was unbelievable, as did Wendell Green. But I don't know what to make of him, man, because I just don't like their guards that much, to be honest.
0: What do you make of Missouri? They, at home, hold serve against 12th-ranked Iowa State, 78-61 today.
1: That's a tournament team, Derek, and a team that Arkansas beat and then should have beat in their in their house. Uh, Iowa State's the best team in the Big Twelve, at least record wise. So I mean, take that for what it's worth. That's a tough that's a tough place to play in, in Columbia. And Gates, g- give him credit. I know a lot of people were on both MacMahon or McMahon, however you say this name, the LSU guy, and Gates, but Gates has been great for coming from Cleveland State to Missouri. I mean, Kobe he got convinced Kobe Brown to stay. He added all those pieces. They've been that that he might be the coach of the year in this league, Derek.
0: And uh, no, no, definitely they've uh, they've been, and I think you're right. I think they are definitely one of the right now six teams that um, would be in the field. Uh, Lenardi's got him as an eight seed, and uh, they will rise, of course, after the win today. Thank you for listening to Believe.